Devoncast from Radio X. Hello and welcome to Devoncast, the weekly podcast looking at local and regional issues in Devon, the politics, the people and how decisions here affect how we live, work and enjoy our county. I'm Ollie Heptonstall and on the way this week we head to the Devon County Show to speak to those involved in this year's event and rugby star Jack Knoll looks back on his time at the Exeter Chiefs ahead of his move to France and tells us all about his testimonial. Devoncast from Radio X. But first, this week, tens of thousands of people have been at West Point near Exeter for the annual Devon County Show, starting in its traditional third Thursday of May for the first time since 2019. Radio X's Paul Nero was there for us on the opening day. With me is the President, John Rouse. John, how has it gone on day one? Uh, I've had a fantastic day. Thank you very much, Paul. Great great to meet you after 35 years. (laughs) We've had brilliant weather um, and I think good footfall. My theme for this year has been innovation. For us to thrive and prosper in the future, we have got to be receptive to new ideas and to innovate. And there's a brilliant collection of innovators, mainly from the University of Plymouth, but also elsewhere uh, in Devon. And I would like uh, to commend them for what they have done. In terms of tourism, this is a show for celebrating tourism as well. You, you uh, run Clavelli, effectively. How, how is the season looking for you? Uh, uh, yeah, indeed, we do run the Clavelli Visitor Centre and various other tourist activities there. Um, so far, I'd say it's a little bit quieter than last year, but we're going to live through it and live to fight another day. Uh, but um, with good weather and a little bit of luck, we're going to have a good tourist season in 2023. Bishop Robert Atwell is marauding the terraces here. What have you seen this today that's uh, excited you, Bishop Robert? Well, it's lovely being here, particularly with the sun shining. And uh, as I was saying to somebody else, all of Devon is here. And uh, it's always a special thrill when I go around here, meeting so many friends from across the county. And also just to really affirm and celebrate the fantastic contribution that the farming community makes to the life of our county. And the best bit for me is always, always, always is seeing the animals. I mean, just well, the cattle, the sheep, they're fantastic. The last time I met you at one of these oh, shows, right. you said, I- I'm on my way to bless the cattle. Have you been called <laughs> right. in for those kind of duties? No, that's on Saturday right. afternoon. No, right. Saturday, the last thing, um, and somebody else will be doing it this year because I won't be able to be here on Saturday afternoon. The very last thing is the grand parade in the main arena. And it's been a privilege uh, to be asked, along with the Lord Lieutenant, to um, give out prizes and also to do a closing blessing on our agricultural community. It's always a joy, but just being here and meeting people, I, I don't know about them, but I feel blessed by being here. It's going to be your last county show. Yes. As our bishop, uh, what Indeed. are you going to move on to in your retirement? You're well, staying I'm around. Going to, um, in October, I shall be moving to Wiltshire. So I'm staying in the southwest, which is sort of in my blood. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, moving there, and um, I shall be looking forward to getting to know new people and the new things, but it's really important for me to stick in the rural community, which has become so important to me. I'm with two people from the emergency services uh, who are exhibiting this afternoon. So, Tony, who are you? Where are you from? Hi, uh, yeah, my name's Tony Hayward. I'm from the Devon and Somerset Fire and Rescue Service. Uh, I'm part of the road safety team, uh, and my my uh, my particular bent, if you like, is, is motorcycle safety. And why is it important to come to an event like the Devon County Show? I think the Devon County Show particularly is the biggest opportunity we've got to engage with a broad range of people. So there's motorcyclists here, but I'm here representing part of the emergency services stand, 
which looks at road road users of all type. And the fact that I ride a motorcycle and we've got a motorcycle here is doesn't matter. We engage with all sorts of road users. We've got a little pit bike here so the children can get engaged. And whilst they're engaged with the pit bike, then we can talk to the parents about road safety. Hi, and I'm Natalie. I'm from Vision Zero Southwest. So we represent a collection of organisations working together. So the Devon County shows the first time we've come together as an emergency service village. Um, and there's lots of activities for people to get involved with. We've got Batak boards which test your reaction times both before and after wearing beer goggles. So that's a bit fun. And obviously, as Tony was saying earlier, there's some key messages there about safety and what people should and shouldn't be doing on our roads. But it's a fantastic opportunity to engage with everyone. Paul Nero there getting a flavour of this year's Devon County show. And we'll have more from the show a bit later on. Devoncast from Radio X. Now, you may be aware that Exeter Chiefs rugby legend Jack Knoll is leaving the club for France this summer. Later, we'll hear about his testimonial. But first, he's been chatting to Paul about his long and hugely successful career here in Devon. When you first started playing at Sandy Park, you were a young man, you were presumably 18 years old if it was 12 years ago now. Why do you think the fans took to you so quickly? I don't know, maybe the fact that I'm just down the road, you know, there was a there was a, a, a good group of us that came through together, the likes of myself, Henry Slade, Dave, Dave Ewers, uh, Luke Cowan Dickey, Sam Hill. Um, and, you know, me and Dickie were the furthest away living in, in Cornwall. Um, then you've got Dave and Slady and, and Sam Hill that are all very local to, to Exeter as well. And this was the start of the Chiefs really taking off, wasn't it? The move up from the Premiership, uh, from the Championship into the Premiership around about that time. Do you think it was coincidental that uh, a young crew came together and then moved up through those ranks? I, th- I think we were very lucky. Um, I think it was right place, right time. Um, I think, yeah, like, like you said, that to, to try and sum up the 10 years that we've been at the club, 12 years is impossible. But like you said, then the... The fact that we were watching Exeter as a kid in the Championship, and then the year before they had been promoted to the Premiership to the top league in England, and then, and then we are lucky enough to be offered contracts at this team. And you know, at the time, everyone was expecting Chiefs to go back down, and no one expected us to stay up and uh, and achieve what we have achieved so far. Um, but yeah, to be to, to be able to play a part in that journey um, was obviously very special for us boys. Are you being unduly modest? There's no luck about this. You must work tremendously hard. There's a little bit of luck, obviously, about it. You know, obviously. We had worked hard, like you said, about uh, for, for us when we were kids. You know, we worked hard to to get ourselves noticed um, by the ex, the, the scouts, the you know, the the coaches and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we worked hard in, in that side of stuff when we were younger, when we got given opportunities to play for you know the academy, or we got opportunities to play for you know England 18s or England 20s. Um, so that's what we focused on. But you know, there is a bit of luck in terms of you know, obviously the the dream of the. The, the team was there from Tony and Rob to, to get promoted and to get to the position they are but obviously we're at the right age at, at that time to be to be moving up into the uh, up into the senior squad by then and then you moved to England I remember watching that first England match you dropped the ball in virtually the first move didn't yeah, you thank, <laughs> yeah thanks for yeah I'm never going to forget that I know um, so yeah obviously to say that I've done it you know 44 44 45 times other since then obviously I did something right in that game other than just dropping the ball <laughs> and what's more enjoyable playing for your club playing, playing for your country I I don't think you can compare the two um I think you know everyone asks you about your favorite moment that you've played rugby and who and what team it was or what for and everyone thinks so straight away it's either Lions or, or England and don't get me wrong they're they're special moments in my career but you know, my most enjoyable game and the one I'm always going to remember is the first time that we, we won the Premiership for Exeter. 
Um, so for me, yeah, the, the 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 memory of doing that with my club and, and my teammates outweighs anything. All right. If we can't have a favourite game, then uh, oh, fa- that was my favourite. No, favourite haircuts. Oh, I've had so many. Um, I like the mohawk cut I'm rocking recently. I might go back to it. It's a bit long at the moment. It's summer, isn't it? But I'll probably go back to the mohawk. You're now moving to France. Why did you make that decision? And a number of your colleagues are as well. Is it a matter of t- turning 30? <laughs> no, no, it's not the it's not the fact they're all getting on a bit now. Um, there's obviously a lot. There's a lot goes on, on on behind the scenes, and and for me, it was the hardest decision that that I've ever had to make. You know, I I wanted to to stay at the club. Um, I would love to have just stayed at the club and uh, and still been involved in in this great team, but. You know, there does come, you know, other stresses outside of that. You know, obviously I've got a family, a growing family. I've just had my third child. Um, and obviously with the salary cap and stuff being dropped in in the premiership, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on with the RFU and a lot of stuff going on with England rugby. Um, that does make it hard for, you know, for teams to, for, for extra to, to be able to keep your contracts of where they are and, and what you've been on before. So, you know, unfortunately for me, I had to. You know, I've got to put my family first, um, and as much as I'd love to put myself first and stay at, stay at Exeter, um, you know, the bigger picture sometimes is I've got to look after them and look after their future. And how are you preparing then for this family journey to France? We 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 can't wait. Um, like I said, like it's not all doom and gloom. The fact that you know I'm not just going down to France because you know I've got no other option. You know, it is another opportunity, another you know experience for us to to go down and and, and take hold of, and you know. I am. It's, it's going to be a lot different to to playing here, but again, a different country, obviously, a different way of life, and you know, one that we're very looking forward to to, to going into adventure. Devon Cast from Radio X. More from Jack Knoll and news on his testimonial in a moment. But now back to the Devon County Show. And one of the charities at this year's event is Hospice Care. Our very own Jamie Taylor caught up with Laura Robertson from the charity. So how are things going at Hospice Care? How is 2023 shaping up for you guys? Yeah, really exciting year. I think um, for Hospice Care coming out of, obviously for lots of charities coming out of COVID, lots of our events kind of came to a standstill. So um, yeah, this year we're really starting to see our supporters really wanted to get involved in our events people wanted to raise money for hospice care and also our hospice itself is opening up we can have more patients through the door we can have more family and friends coming to visit their loved ones which obviously means the world during that end of life period so um so yeah it's a really promising year and we're really excited to kind of get back to where we used to be as a charity so and a new event in the calendar, this this summer walk. Just tell us a bit about it and how people can get involved. Indeed, so we've got a brand new event this year uh, on July the 8th. It's taking place at Darts Farm, who are kindly one of our event sport- supporters. Um, and it's being sponsored by Jurassic Fibre, who we're at Devon County Show with today. Um, so, yeah, it's a seven-mile circular walk, starting at Darts Farm and back to Darts Farm for lots of fun and entertainment. Um, you've got glass pims en route and Very nice. <laughs> a I'm cream, there. <laughs> cream tea en route. Um, but it should be a really fun day to get friends together. Hopefully the sun shines for us. Um, and yeah, this month we've got a great offer. So you can sign up for two people for £40. Um, so that's a £10 discount at the moment. So. And anyone can get involved really. That's what you're sort of aiming at. You know, you don't have to run it. You don't have to do it in a certain amount of time. You can take your time really. Yeah, absolutely. It's really open to anyone. It's a, it's a flat route. So it's uh, wheelchair friendly and buggy friendly as well. Uh, also, we're welcoming four-legged friends. So bring your dog, bring the family, bring your friends. Just have a good time and support your local hospice. How do people get involved if they want to do? So visit the Hospice Care website. So Google Hospice Care 
care and it's a summer walk uh, you'll find us really easily uh, through our through our main page um, or any of our social media feeds just follow us there and why should people get involved what's your pitch <laughs> uh, the main reason we're doing it is obviously to raise money uh, to deliver care for local patients and families we support over 2,000 uh, patients and their families every year and we need to raise in the region of eight million pounds every single year to deliver our services and um, what we do is just essential for families who are going through such a challenging time um, and caring for loved ones who are terminally ill and we can't be there without the support of our local community so come along raise money for your local hospice um, and yeah have a really great day. Laura Robertson there from Hospice Care. Devon Cast. From Radio X. Now back to our interview with Jack Knoll, who is soon to be leaving the Exeter Chiefs for a new start in France. He's been telling Paul Nero all about his testimonial with the Chiefs this summer. A lot of lot of players in their testimonial have a testimonial game, um, which are awesome. You know, I've been lucky enough to play in Ben Moons and uh, and Gareth Stevenson's. And you have one team versus another. Um and it's been done. It's been done a few times now. Everyone does that. So you know, myself and Slady wanted to come up with something a bit different. Um, and obviously, we, we we spoke to Red Bull, and Red Bull are very keen to do that. You know, they're they're all about the party and all about the the stuff outside the box. Um, so we came up with an idea of them and um, to have a bit of a almost like a glorified sevens tournament, where you know, to put it simply, we've got so many different rules, but. You know, you're only allowed. Uh, you you you've got to have you know two non-rugby players in your team. So I've never touched rugby in their life. So in my team, uh, I'm lucky enough to have Matt Jones, who's a, a Red Bull, you know, biker. He's he's an absolute madman. Uh, I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting him a few times now. So he's in my team. Um, I've got Maddie Hinch, who's the GB goalkeeper. Um, so she's going to be involved in that as well. Um, so obviously the fact that we have to have two non-rugby players, we've got to have um, a, few, uh, a couple of girls in the team as well, which is brilliant. So we're going to mix them up a bit for the first time. Um, and there's loads of different rules when you're playing, you know, scoring zones. Uh, it is only touch, so that's why we can all be involved. Um, but different scoring zones, you know, you make a mistake, you're going to lose players, so it should be exciting. Um, you know, we're going to get different ways of starting the game in terms of, you know, rockets for the, the balls to be fired up into. You know, the referee's going to be mic'd up. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a few flames down there as well. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a bit different. And it's just one game, is it? There's a few, there's, no, there's going to be a few games. There's, uh, I think there's, a, there's a few teams playing, and obviously myself's got a team, Slady's got a team. Um, Exeter Chiefs are going to have a team in there. We've got uh, a lot of the England Sevens boys coming down are going to have a team as well. Uh, Exeter Uni are going to have a team. So we've got uh, we've got a lot of teams in there who've they've all had to, to to get their to get their teams together. So a good afternoon out for people and the money again going towards the Exeter Foundation. Uh, absolutely, you know we like I said we want to do something a bit different and you know Sandy Park have been we've been lucky enough for them to let us use the the pitch. Um, so yeah, we we just kind of want everyone to have you know a bit of fun down there. There's going to be a few after parties and stuff in Sandy Park and in the club as well. So yeah, it's going to be very different. So if you want a bit of a, a fun day out, it's definitely worth coming down to check out. Jack Knoll chatting to Radio X's Paul Nero. That's just about it for this week's edition of Devon Cast. Thanks as ever for listening, and we'll be back with another episode next week. Catch the latest episode of Devon Cast every Friday at RadioX.co.uk or wherever you get your podcasts.